0: Welcome to the Yankee Cowboy Podcast. Coming to you from Dallas, Texas, here's your host, Tim Wilkins. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Yankee Cowboy Podcast. I'm joined by the co host, the co host, Chris, joining me once again. And today's topic is something that I think both of us can arguably agree is a challenge in today's America, and that is being a man in America. That's right. I'm talking about a little man. Shut up, a man's talking. That's right. We all go through struggles in life, divorce, kids. Not having kids, trying to make kids, trying to find the right wife, try to find the right girlfriend, work, all that fun stuff collectively and arguably is becoming more of a challenge day in and day out in America to be a man. So today's topic is an open discussion of the challenges that we face and how the hell we can conquer all of them chris i appreciate you joining me buddy
1: yeah
0: uh it's been a rough it's been a rough month my friend i think we can say that uh i hope everyone had a good summer you know but uh it's a it's been a tough month or two yeah <laughs> summertime <it's> the... man <laughs>
1: summertime's wrapping up and kids are going back to school and uh you know where are we we uh where we commandeer is uh hotter than hell so it's uh you know <laughs> yeah, I, think, I think that's a part of
0: being a man too. I, that's that part of being a man happy. too. <laughs> but I think we'd all be I <laughs> think we'd all be earnest to say that we're ready for
1: uh for fall to Absolutely. get here.
0: Absolutely. I know in Texas my electric bill right now is uh for a single man in a double double ride and two-bedroom apartment I'm using more electricity than a single a two-person room so it, uh, it, it's uh it's we're burning up that AC unit. I tell you, that AC unit is getting beat up like a redheaded stepchild. I tell you. And, uh, but and I'll, I'll be remiss, though. I think that today's topic, it's a difficult one for a lot of reasons. One, society as a whole, that's a unique conversation. And the, uh, the expectations put upon us as being men in today's society. And that's where I think It's probably the easiest way to start because I'm a single man. But yet, in the last five years, I've noticed a very unique trend, Chris, that women do not like men to be the protector. They want us to be the men that carries the bag of cash. Yeah, it's... uh... And, uh, And it's unfortunate because, you know, as much as we like having cash... We don't necessarily want to spend it on you all the damn time. Um, yeah. <laughs> so there's that, but there's other things too, like kids and all the fun stuff.
1: But yeah, as a, uh, as a once married man with, uh, with two, uh, two young kids. Now it's uh, it is indeed interesting. This was a topic I, you know, we, we were kind of thinking about right, what's something that's kind of off the, off the run of the mill stuff that we've talked about between sports and racing and politics and, Um, you know, just some other, just kind of something different. Um, but, you know, one of the things I, I, I listen to, you know, pretty continually on a regular basis is a lot of the, uh, you know, the high quote unquote, high value men, um, content, you know, some people refer to it in quotation marks as red pill content. Um, but it's, it's, it is fascinating to listen to. Different sides and facets. Now, you can, and I'm sure people who are listening probably know some of the names who were in that particular space itself. But when you think about really the dynamic of, you know, not only the dy- family dynamics, how they've changed over the last, let's even say 50 or 60 years, where the idea of a man was, you know, um, the man went to work and provided for the family, the wife stayed at home. You know the kids. The, you know the kids. Uh, you know stayed at home as well. You talk about the you know the kind of post World War II baby boomer era of you know the white picket fence, the one car in the driveway. Um, you know one you know, the man works and brings home the brings home the bacon, and 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 the wife uh, you know wife stays at home. How much has that has that shifted? Um, you know just in our in our culture. You know not just because of obviously. You know the cost of living, which you know we can get in a whole discussion about you know how how the government has really incentivized uh, you know taking the taking the mothers out of the home and making them work you know in a sense to provide for the family itself. But that's a, you know maybe a topic for another uh, for another podcast. Yeah, yeah but, man, I, I mean, I mean, interesting.
0: It, it, to me, it's unique because I, I grew up a little bit differently than most people. I I, I grew up with a split household um, once the age of eight. So the dynamic is different. Um, and, of course, it, it kind of as a single guy now, it, it's a turnoff to me as a man to date a woman that has more than two kids. Um, huge turnoff to me. And I'm not saying it's against the law to have children. It's just it complicates the hell out of everything um, and not in a negative way, just both ways, man, negative and positive, it complicates everything we do. Um, And it's difficult in that part of it. But I grew up with a split household. And I can tell you, things ain't easy. But I knew for a fact that my father was at work 90% of the time 95% of the time and was there for my little league games and my other things. But when it comes to like being home during the day, Like, let's say I get home from school. My dad wouldn't be home from school right away. He would be home later in the evening, probably around dinner time. Mm -hmm. But, you know, weekends, my dad would go to work, work overtime. um, And I was there with him. But my mom, she would work part-time when I was a kid. And then, obviously, after my parents got divorced, she worked full-time in, like, retail jobs and stuff like that. But dynamics have drastically changed where, in the modern society, that there's some expectation – that people are allowed to, to sit at home and not do anything all the time and just raise kids. And that's the old school mentality. And I leave me when I say that I would love for both parents to work in modern society, because in my view, it teaches the kids a little bit about responsibility um, because it talks about time management and how to make best use of your time. Um, but Very unique situation because, you know, my father, he's due to retire next year. Um, my mom hasn't worked since 2006, I think. So a lot of different situations with both parents, but it's unique because there's that expectation of going to work every day and doing our thing and bringing home money. But see, they want, they want stability and they want your time and in reality they can't get both i i watch a lot of content around the thank god for stupid you know 30 second or 15 second reels because uh, i can get all the content i want in a quick period of time but it's you see it all the time guys work their life away and they do well monetarily but they're just shells of themselves so they kind of not have much of a home life and you see that all the time and it can't do both. You can't. You really can't. It's difficult. But
1: yeah, I, you I, I would say
0: I would say that too, though, man. Like, there's a difference. There's a fine line between like bringing and providing for your family and, and having being. I would say there for the family as well. I mean, being physically there, being emotionally there, is a different story. You know.
1: Yeah, but I, you know, I think one of the things that I th- is, you know, I think part of the discussion is. The idea of when you know you mentioned being emotionally there um i hear a lot of that quote-unquote being emotionally there you know i feel like what we've seen in our society as our society has become more i mean i'll, I'll just be honest and say as our society has become more emasculated is there's this, this whole idea of of feelings you know like how are you know how do you feel about something you know whether it's whether it's uh you know how whether it's any particular thing it's more about feelings than it is we just need to get things done um one of the fascinating things i i seen you know and, and looking at it from the perspective of um you know the the dynamic of the way families are now you know where right now in 2023 i you know the the rate of divorce is almost it's, it's basically almost it's it's a, it's a coin flip it's 50 50 at this point and, you know, roughly 80% of divorces are are um, initiated by women. Um, so we're seeing, you know, we're seeing this kind of onslaught, whether, you know, whether you want to say it's third wave feminism or, you know, the fact that women in some cases are out earning men, you know, the num- you know, the number of women going to college now is, is, has eclipsed men. Um, you know, we're seeing this kind of, I don't want to say power shift, we're seeing this dynamic shift now. Um, you know, in the kind of American way of living and thinking that, you know, was not the case, you know, whether it be 30, 40, 50, 60 years ago. So I think it's fascinating, you know, that what we're seeing, but um, not to continue talking, but I I think one of the things that's that's interesting and one of the the content creators I like to watch, she um, actually does these interviews where, you know, and again, it's a lot of these are girls in there you know, say early to mid 20s into their early 30s. And I think a lot of it's obviously because of our, our society, you know, we we could talk about our society itself, where, you know, social media and, and the idea, you know, reality TV have become have have given such a warped reality to both men and women, is that the idea of, of how much people actually make, you know, the idea that, you know, someone may think that making $200,000 a year is a, kick in the butt in the bucket when the average 30 year old male in America makes roughly I think between 45 and $50,000 a year, you know, but you see when you see one side of it and don't know the actual reality, that's, you know, unfortunately that sets our society up for, uh, for issues.
0: To me, man, it's, it's unique because society will teach you that, but at the same time, it's i'm not talking about emotionally being there in the sense of it being negative or positive it's one of those things where you just got to know when to read the room i guess because i'm not talking about crying i ain't talking about being emotional but when the difficult conversations come about in life you, you got to be able to convey thought and and because the other person on the other side of that relationship might be better at than you but you got to be able to communicate effectively in in a sense where they everyone kind of understands where each party lies on the scenario and it's not something i always find that it's somewhere somebody lacks that that possibility it's it's and i'm not listen i'm not here to kick or down women but the emotional part of a relationship to me isn't a part about being emotional it's about uh, empathy, I guess you can say, and understanding mm. where where people yep. lie.
2: Yep.
0: Um. Because <clears throat> I'm not going to get emotional. I'm a very matter of, like, I've learned through watching my parents divorce that mm. how you navigate through a relationship isn't through emotion sometimes. It's through logic and communication. And I've seen yep. that with my dad. My dad got remarried when yep. I was 11, and he's been happily married for 22 years now. Yep. and and I can tell you how they navigated through that relationship that they, listen they're not always going to agree on everything I think that's universally understood yeah yep. but it, it's it's how you navigate and communicate and stay in a situation that yep. is is positive but it the the 20 to 30 year old I would say the generation behind us Chris is what really scares me about this topic because yeah. they have this warped view of what their perceptions are about the expectations of the other 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 party in a relationship. Yeah. And I'm sorry, but anytime I ever see you, I hear it all the time. I work with people that are majority 10 years younger than me. and I can tell you there are some really, wow, um, that's, that's, that's a unique, uh, I, I just, they either yeah. got dropped on their head when they were kids, they ate lead chips, they have an emotional yeah, pedigree. Um, like, I don't get the whole, like, let's talk about every single thing. Like, it's a problem. It's not. Yeah. It's not a problem. It's just I, the day to day life that we go through. People have issues, ladies and gentlemen, yeah. I think universally, I can say that you can say that people got issues. Yeah. People got stressors. People have those. The problem is 99.9% of them don't know how to go navigate through those issues. So they become crazy fucking people. Or or
1: or they're not even issues. They're not even issues, right? Like uh, uh, I'm uh, sorry, but
0: I woke the woke shit just drives me insane. Like I you want to get yourself all flustered and get yourself all hot and bothered about something that doesn't even directly affect you, a.k.a. the word trigger. I'm sorry, that's not triggering. That's just, ha-ha, you're a moron to get flustered over somebody else's problem. Like, I, I just don't see how that is a best use of your time. And I, I'm not a person that, how do I put it, in a, in the in context that matters. I'm not one of those that sits there and in I dabbles into that crap all the time. I think everybody has their own like things going on, Chris. I think, you know, a day-to-day life. I, I don't live myself in a warped tunnel of stupidity all the time. I, I can't, we, you can't do that.
1: <laughs> we live, you know, and again, this is a part of a larger discussion, but you know, we yeah. we live in a country, we live in a country and this is, this is where I think we all fall on this, this path. We're, we're, you know, we, I think it'd be a great episode to talk about why we're we're proud to be Americans. I think it'd be a great episode, but the idea that we, you know, living in the greatest country in the world, regardless of what people think, being fortunate enough to grow up here in this country where you can basically do anything you want, be anything you want and buy anything you want. I mean, when it, when you, when it comes to how fortunate we are in society, you know, we, we take for granted the things, um, you know that that many things around the world that we have here in the United States of America, um, and I think that, that gives us this tunnel vision—the idea that like we have to create create issues or problems—and I think a lot of it dates back to and again, topic for another discussion is our education system. Is is the failure of our of our of our education system and our our you know our institutions from higher learning all the way down to you know elementary and even preschool and how they how they failed our you know generations of of children have really, you know, essentially, you know, people talk about, you know, dumb millennials and dumb gen, Yeah, I mean, there's, there's dumb people in every generation, but they really, you know, they rip on millennials, they rip on gen X, you know, because of, and it's obviously failures of our, of our education system. And I think that all also transpires into this conversation as well, um, of, of where, of where things are, um, you know, for the dynamic of, uh, of men and women, for sure.
0: I just, you know, arguably, man, I just find it difficult in a lot of ways to kind of get the point across to people that, you know, I don't deal with the emotional shit of an issue. I deal with the logic and the facts of an issue. Yeah. That's just the way life is. The emotional side of us is our significant others.
1: Oh man, but dude, you're forgetting one of the great lines in our society from the great Ben, from the great Ben Shapiro. Even though I don't always agree with him, the great Ben Shapiro. What's what's his famous line?
0: Oh, I usually don't forget. I don't remember because he talks too damn fast. Facts but don't I, care. Facts don't care
1: about your feelings. That's
0: true. They don't. They never do. And uh, that's the thing, man. Like I don't. I can't stress that enough to everyday society that they, your feelings do not matter. Okay, mm-hmm. listen, it, like, same thing with relationships. People say they love each other. No, they don't. They lust after each other. Let's get it correct. Yeah. The love part is called security and logic and common sense. Yeah, let's get through that through everyone's mind and skull here. I might be controversial when I say that I can care no bounds here on this one. Yeah, I've seen yeah. a lot of people get divorced, including my parents. Yeah. Just divorce rates extremely high. I've seen people get divorced over the stupidest of reasons. Some yeah. of the most logical reasons. Yeah. If and that's just the way it goes. It's, the I, you
1: know the idea too now that people, you know, because of the divorce rates so high, the idea that you know, and and listen, you know, I believe in marriage from from a biblical sense. I mean, I, I think it's it, you know it's obviously it's it's a bit you know while it's looked at from the in terms of the state, you know, the country as a excuse me, a transactional sense, you know, from, you know, I look at it from a biblical standpoint, you know, the fact of the matter is, um, you know, the idea that people these days are willing to, you know, it's all in it. We live in a culture. I mean, we look at like the dating apps and things like that, where you just can just swipe all day, you know, and swipe. And it's right, a, it's a good,
0: it's a good time, my friends. Yeah. Keep, but, keep If you want some strange, a little bit of change, that's the way it goes. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. how it goes.
1: But, what, what, what I'm getting at, what I'm getting at, is the idea that you know people, at least today, are are less likely to grow together as a couple. Like you, you hear you hear couples, you know, like whether it be folks in their eighties and their nineties who've been married for fifty plus years, and they say, "Oh, we didn't have, you know, we didn't have enough money. We'd have to go to McDonald's and split a hamburger because we didn't have we didn't have enough money," and you know through. Through perseverance through hard work through saving through everything and building a family those people stay together for 50 plus years you know until they till death do they part you know we don't we don't see that today the idea that you know you know it's always on to the next thing you know this person doesn't make enough money now it's time to, to, to move on to the next person it's 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 quite sad and, and, to be and its
0: sad because the expectations get put on us as guys to kind of we get called every dirty name in the book yeah uh you know because of the way we act yeah oh i've gotten called i've gotten said to me that you think a relationship is transactional i said yeah until you prove me otherwise it is you know and i hate to sound like a selfish arrogant asshole, but yeah yeah it is until you show me otherwise because it, it's it you know the other are the other aspects of a relationship change over time and the dynamic dynamic changes over time it doesn't just you know like, as my my parents remind me that the relationship you know was not the same seven years after they got married yeah. <laughs> you know and, and things do happen along the way so
1: the, you know how many phase only the honeymoon phase only lasts so long, and people need to realize that. Like, it's not going to be rainbows and you know, no, like it's never, uh, yeah. You know, the idea. You know, that's why honestly, I look at people and I say to them, "Man, is it really worth spending thirty, forty thousand dollars on a wedding for one day in your life?" Yeah, <clears throat> I mean, I'd
0: rather spend that on other things. But that's just yeah, personally. But you got when you look at it
1: from the perspective of you know, looking from a from man's perspective, I mean, look at the way our kind of our society is built when it comes to, um, you know, the idea of uh, you know, parental rights. I mean, typically, most, most states here in the United States, you know, if there is a separation of the, of, if there's a separation, normally, it typically always goes to the mother, regardless of, in a lot of cases, you know, the man has to fight for his parental rights. And whether that's in, Red states, blue states, purple states, and, and it, it's the case, you know, that that men a lot of times have to fight for, you know, custody or time to even see their children. Um, you know, the whole deal of alimony and child support, and you, you hear some of these cases, especially in you know with celebrities, where you know the child support payments are you know in the tens of thousands of dollars per month, and it's like, you know, are you is this supposed to be supplemental for the child? or Is this supposed to be Are you just, is all this money going as a, as a credence to the ex, you know, wife, baby mama, whatever term you want to use. And that's, I think, where society as a whole, you know, and we talk about the dynamic of how men are these days. And I think that that's something that definitely hurts them. Tim, you there?
2: Yeah, you guys got me. Yeah, okay. I got you. Yeah, I just mine. All right, that's always a good time. Um, it's unique, man, because I think in modern things like, okay, what we'll just take uh, the last three celebrity scenarios there? Zion okay. Williams. Sorry, buddy. Graduated from the great University of uh, Duke there. And yeah. and so like that's kind of how that plays out to me yeah. you, got, you got him you got Dennis or was it Kevin Costner yeah the One with the alimony payment he's like holy crap like, yeah how much money a month like sorry but how much it? and Kevin Costner bought that in court like obviously that's what but back to the square root of the issue is what what do we do to fix it right and the scary thing about it is there's not much you can do to fix it yeah. And it's scary to say that, but the only thing we do as men is we just keep trucking on. Like another day at the office. Yeah. And that's how we go about life. That's the way there is no reward, there is no sympathy, there is no get out of jail free card. No. What we get every day is satisfaction of trying to do the right thing.
1: What, what I have found, you know, in, in, in or I've read and I've seen even personally, is that a lot of women these days want a quote unquote, you know, want to be quote unquote, a boss babe or a whatever, being an, a strong, independent woman. But they want a man who has more of that traditional, you know, even 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 just saying conservative, you know, conservative type values, you know, where women, I think, are, are, are again, I'm not I'm not a woman. Yeah, you know, what is a woman? Get it? Uh,
0: what 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 is the definition of the meaning of the word "is"? Is right? Yeah. Uh,
1: yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but they t- traditionally want a, uh, you know, a a traditional man, but they don't want every everything that goes with a traditional man. So it's kind of an oxymoron um, of what people want. Women want, in particular. I'll say,
0: there's, I'll say this, man. It's, it's one of those weird things. And I, I, I'll say this as a dynamic in a relationship. It is baffling to me. Yeah, listen, I, whatever, to each their own, right? Everybody has different things. But if you want an independent woman and you want the dynamic of the old school traditional values, sorry, that doesn't work in modern society because something has to give. Something has to give time away from home equals time away from family if you want a good strong family dynamic someone's got to be home a little bit and, they, and, and it's difficult to say that but when both parents aren't home or they both work it makes it a challenge it can be done i'm not saying you can't you can't raise a kid with work, two working parents yeah. i'm saying it's a challenge and you have to communicate and you got to be damn good at the communication front if you're not uh-huh. going to in that wall, it makes things a challenge, and that's just me speaking from a person of observation. But at the same time, and this is the conversation we're, we're having as an open discussion, is a man's expectation in modern society is a lot higher
1: than a woman's
0: point of view and perspective and expectations. That's why it's very difficult for me to sit through a conversation about women should be making the same as men. And I'm not trying to sound like a sexist, but it's just a matter of facts here. If you can pass the same standards on a civil service exam as a man, then yeah, I have no problem you making the same amount of money as me. Period. Military. Same thing understandable that's why there is a set set of standards for men and there is women and that's why we go back to this conversation about allowing biological men in women's sports and i'm not going to go down that topic of conversation in this podcast episode because that's a whole jar of the time right there but a man should not be a biological man, okay. Which, by the way, that if you want a definition for what is a man, you got the appendix. Okay, that's the way it goes. That's the way it's gonna play out. You got the yeah. appendage. You are a biological man, bar none. Don't care what you think. That is what it is. I identify. Listen, I identify as a millionaire. Doesn't necessarily mean I am one. That's just how that's gonna play out, ladies and gentlemen. And 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 I mean, I don't mean that to joke around.
2: Athletes. Now uh, some of the stuff has go out of the It it's it, it. like the old school mentality talking about the people. So, that still exists in moderns in society. it to tight. It's just been overwhelmed by the fact of all this other stuff. And it, it, it's one of those things, man, like I don't see until so they come at us and I mean that with them eating people of all shapes, sizes, size trees identify as whatever the fuck. Um, you know, they come at the man and say, hey, listen, this is what we're going to do. Men are be like, we got to go to work. We don't, got no time for talking to you. we don't got no time to talk about this. men are going to We got things to do. We got kids to be. We don't got no time to talk about this bullshit stuff because I'm sorry, but none of that stuff affects us on a day-to-day life. None of it. What I, pronoun I use, yeah. but, you know, doesn't it affect doesn't affect me, my, society, my personal life, I, my name is Tim, I identify as my name, last time I checked in all the those people's documents, and, uh, that's how it plays out. Identity you know, needs to be squared away, society is completely different, and really as a band in modern society, you are the provider, we are the guy. The other to carry the torch. And unfortunately, uh, it's not filled with, it's filled with the common sense. That's it's play out uh, that being said, ladies and gentlemen, I think it's a good place to grab, you know, to kinda end this one. Might be taking a part too later on. But uh Chris, thank you for joining me.
1: Yes sir. Good conversation to have hopefully hopefully we'll get some uh, get some feedback from our fans out there
2: of course
0: I appreciate it man have a have a good rest of your week and uh, hopefully all things will go according to plan so uh, everybody have a good rest of your week have a good weekend kids be smart don't be stupid don't let anyone take your lunch money uh, if they didn't even do that anymore uh, with lunch money maybe it' yeah. a, like a, What's like a lunch credit card now. I don't know. Probably, Um, yeah. So, other than that, man, have a good rest of your weekend. Try to. I'll talk to you after a while, buddy.
2: Appreciate it. Thank you for listening to the Yankee Cowboy Podcast. Feel free to follow us on social media via Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook.